What's up, Melanated family? How's everybody doing, man? This is a brand new episode of my show, the Melanated Convo Podcast. I want to welcome everybody for listening to the show today, everybody that's watching me. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Um, for, for those of you who are joining me for the first time, what I do here, again, my name is Harrison. This is the Melanated Convo Podcast. And what we do here is have in-depth conversations about the different things that go on in our communities, right? And I do this in a few ways. One of the main ways that I do this is by talking about black businesses. The health of our economy, the health of black people in general in this country is extremely important to me. So I make sure that we talk about black businesses, qualified black businesses that I think you need to support. That's one part of the show. The second part of the show is we talk about news stories. We dig deep into the different news stories going on in society that has to do with the melanated family. You know what I mean? Whether it be in the political realm, whether it be with entertainment, whether it be with racism, whatever we're going through, right? Lately, a lot of the news stories and a lot of the information that I've been presenting is about racism and about injustices because shit, that's what's been going on in our society, right? So if you black, if you melanated and you care about your people, it's important that you kind of dig in to see what's been going on and figure out the best way that you could be of some assistance, right? And also on the show, we have a topic. Today's topic, right? A couple weeks ago or about a week ago, I went on Facebook and started a conversation about child support like how much do you think the woman should get from child support it created um an extremely vast amount of opinions and what different people had to say about it so i decided to do a topic on that today so what we're going to talk about once i'm done with the businesses once i'm done with the news stories we're going to talk about uh, the child support system like how it affects us negatively is it something that we still need can we just do this shit ourselves without having these white folks in our business? So we're going to touch on that as well, right? So let's get everything started, man. Happy Saturday, everybody. Shit, let's get this thing going, man. So the first thing I like to touch on, the top of the show, is the black businesses. And like I said, every business that I touch on, I'll be talking about them for two weeks in a row now. For two weeks in a row. So keep that in mind. All right. So the first business is a business my sister Toy created this business, and it's called More natural products now what she does at more natural products is she sells a few things the first thing she sells is um in their delivery service as well right so she has the best salads one i can attest to that i got a salad from her maybe a week ago two weeks ago when i mentioned to her that i wanted to talk about her products on my show she said harrison wait a minute let me get you a salad let me get you some of the products i have so you can give a testimonial based on your personal experience with us and i was fucking with that so I got a salad, got some black soap, some body wash, these type of things. They work real well for me. So the sister sells salads. She sells smoothies. She sells sea moss. She sells different herbs for healing. So look, she, she is really doing a good job with this, man. Again, it's more natural products. It's a one-of-a-kind home-based health and wellness delivery service. I can attest to that. I ordered the salad. She delivered the salad right to my business. You know what I mean? Didn't take a lot of time. So it was similar to like DoorDash or any of these other delivery services that are out here right now. But this is the sister putting this together. So I really did appreciate that. So again, it's more natural products and a lot of us whether you can admit it or not if you like me if you're getting up in age it's really important that we understand because you can chase money you can chase whatever you're doing in your career right but our health is extremely important so we need to get to a point where we're trying to eat healthier whether it be going vegan whether it be just exercising more or just digging into stuff like this right where you can get uh, uh, like i said she has the best salads smoothies sea moss different herbs for healing and again family our health is extremely important ma'am if you want to be there for your family if you want to be around there for the future like the the type of shit that we eat in our neighborhoods we're well aware at this point that it ain't really good for us internally it ain't really good for our digestive system it ain't you know it clogs up our arteries all of these negative effects that this shit have on us it's important that we start changing our mind because a lot of it y'all i think is mental when it comes to eating better or uh, 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 working out, whatever it may be, it's a mental thing you got to get yourself to, right? You got you to be able to convince yourself mentally that you're doing the best thing for your body. And, you know, after 21, 22 days, you, you can make it a habit anyways, you see? So it's about creating habits that are beneficial to you. A lot of us have habits that are detrimental to our health, that detrimental to our mental health even, right? So if you somebody like me who has decided to try to eat a little better, has decided to 
put a little more stock in what I put in my mouth and just how I represent my body in general, you need to try more natural products. Like I said, she's in the Sacramento area. So look, if you're not in the Sacramento area right now, um, eventually, because I talked to the sister about it, eventually she will have a delivery service where she can get it to you anywhere you are in the United States, right? But as of right now, it's just Sacramento. You feel me? So everybody in Sacramento hearing the sound of my voice, please, man, if you mess with salads, if you like herbs, if you have some type of ailment that you're dealing with and you've been trying to use Western medicine, keep in mind that a lot of the shit that you need to heal your body comes from the earth. Like you ain't really got to go get no pills and all this medicine and shit. They, they try to pump it, uh, uh, pump in us. So go to more natural products. You can find her services on Instagram. That's more natural products on Instagram. She has a lot of great pictures of the salad she sell, the sea moss, and again, I got a salad myself. The shit was banging. You feel me? So go to More Natural Products on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook too at More Natural Products LLC on Facebook. That's More Natural Products LLC on Facebook. This is my sister Toy, who I've been knowing for a real long time. And again, family, I'm just always excited to see melanated folks step outside of the box to get their bread. We all understand that in this rat race we call America, most of us work for a living, right? Most of us find a job that we're comfortable with and we have to feed our family. Like money is com is absolutely necessary in this society. So we find a way to feed our family and sometimes we'll be doing shit we, we don't even like, you feel me? You have a job that you can't wait till you get off work. I'm completely opposed to that even though I understand we need to work I'm also a big proponent of mapping out your own way in this society, whether that be with a business, whether that be with an organization, whether that be with helping kids somehow. We all got to figure out a way to be as of useful in society as we can. And some of us, not all of us, got jobs that we fucking hate. We don't want to go every day. You can't wait to get a new job. You can't wait to leave, whatever the case may be. We all need to get to a space where we're doing shit that we enjoy, family. You know what I mean? So every time I see somebody selling a product or services, or selling a product or service that they're passionate about, I rock with that. You feel me? So go to More Natural Products. That's More Natural Products. You can find them. You can find her on Instagram at More Natural Products. Facebook is More Natural Products LLC. So they're a one of a kind home based health and wellness delivery service. And as I've had conversations with her, they're doing pretty good. You feel me? So she's able to sustain herself by 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 putting forth this business. And it's always great when you see somebody in our community making money, but at the same time, they're providing a service that can help us all live longer. You know what I mean? Providing a service that is on the positive end of things. So shout out to the sister toy. Keep doing your thing, baby girl. More natural products. LLC on Facebook or Instagram. It's just more natural products. You feel me? Reach her today so you can get you a salad. You can get you some sea moss. Get that health right. You feel me? Now, next business I want to talk about. This is a brother of mine, too, who has done like... um some of my flyers, I needed logos and things like that. He's done them for me. No flyers, but he's done logos for me. My son was starting a clothing line, so he gave us some designs to use. You know what I mean? So this is a real good brother. His name is Benny. He ha He's a graphic designer, and the name of his company is called Blessed by Benny. So if you're someone who need flyers, you need logos, you need a logo, you need a business card. I think he has like a recording studio. The brother does music as well, so if you need to get some recording studio time, he can hook you up with that. So to contact Benny, you would hit him at blessedbybenny at gmail.com. If you go to Instagram, if you go to Facebook and put in blessedbybenny, you'll be able to see a lot of his flyers and a lot of his designs. He puts a lot of his work um, on social media so you can see it. So check it out, family. If you're in a position where you're trying to get your business cracking, you're trying to get your um, organization cracking, whatever it may be, as melanated folks, sometimes we choose not to be as professional as we should be. So family, if you got a business, get some business cards, man. Get some business cards. If you have an event you're about to put on, get a real nice flyer. Like, just don't throw no shit together. Um, just to get it out there, put some time and energy. You feel me? Put some time and energy in your product or your service. And when you do it that way, you can feel it. You know what I mean? When you put the proper time in, when you put the proper love into something and you present it to somebody, they can feel that shit. You know what I mean? If you just throw something together, they can feel that too. You know what I mean? So let's make it a point to be as professional as possible. Let's make it a point to spend money with our people. Some of these services I'm telling you about are things that we end up needing anyway. 
So if you need it, my whole theory family, before I buy something, whatever that may be, I check with my people first. I see, okay, is there somebody black I know that sells this same product or service? That's the first question. The second question is, is the product or service on the correct level? Like, I'm not going to give you my hard-earned money just because you're black. You have to be a qualified black business. You got to be professional. You got to have a nice product. You know what I mean? And that'll be the tiebreaker. It's another white company that may got the same shit you got. Y'all both giving it to me in the same manner. The tiebreaker is the fact that you look like me. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we do nigga business, as I like to call it. I was trying to think of a, <laughs> I was trying to think of a different way to say it, but shit. That's what it ended up being sometime when you kind of half-ass and your business and not really putting in the time and energy that you need to not being as professional as possible not being as professional as possible you see what i'm saying so let's change all that shit y'all let's do the right kind of business with our people if and i and, and i always say this and this is important to me if you do business with somebody black in your community and they don't give you the service you were expecting let's say the food wasn't good let's say the shirt you bought arrived late Let's say the salad or the sea moss you got arrived late or it was missing a little something. You feel me? Don't go on social media and blast them. Don't get to saying, oh, that's why I don't mess with black business because y'all, that's not going to help us, family. That's not going to help us. Hit them in the DM. Hit them on the side and tell them, look, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what happened. I just want to make sure going forward, if I continue to do business with you, I'm not going to get this. I also want to make sure that you're not doing this same thing to other people. They can be in code, you know, they can be um, mistakenly doing something to you. It could have been a mistake. It could have been a one-off. You know what I mean? You, you get a bad experience. That isn't an indicator that they are just a bad business, right? Because like I always say, when we go to Walmart, when we go to a grocery store, when we go to a Chinese restaurant, when we go to all these other people that don't look like us that sell shit and they fuck up on your order, or they do something you don't like, most of us go back to them. You may talk a little shit, but most of us go back to them. Most of us see them as our only options when it comes to certain shit. So let's be honest, family. We gotta be on some professional shit, but we gotta love, you gotta love your people, man. Like that's the whole point of my show, the whole point of my, my, my organization, Melanated Fathers of America. It's all about love first. If you love somebody, you're less likely to fuck them over. If you love somebody, you're less likely to put them on blast. You see what I'm saying? So when I look at my community, it's all about love with me. Now, of course, we have coons and people who are black who don't mean us no well. You feel me? But I even think about them. Okay, maybe they just fucked up in the mind right now. Maybe we can do something to bring them around. Like, I'm always taking that stance until it's at the point of no return. And we just got to get rid of your ass. I'm all for that, too. But, but ultimately, I'm trying to save all my people. Now, you can't save everybody. I'm 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 well aware of that, but I'm hella hopeful. I'm I'm hella optimistic, sometimes overly optimistic. So in any case, if you need a if you need graphic design done, and if you need a logo or something like that done, the brother only charging like 35 bucks. Like the logo that I had him do, he's done the Melanated Combo Podcast logo that I use for this show. He's done um the Melanated uh, Melanated Fathers of America logo for my organization. He redid that for me as well. Both was just 35 bucks, so it wasn't beating me over the head. He was real professional, gave me the, the product within a couple days. One time he did an extra design, like in he wasn't meaning to, but he did an extra design. He just gave it to me. You see what I'm saying? So the brother does great business, real spiritual brother, positive brother. You need a flyer, logo, business cards, anything graphic design, anything that you need to design, go to my boy Blessed by Benny. You can reach him at blessedbybenny at gmail.com. You feel me? Or, again, if you go to Instagram or Facebook and put in blessed by Benny, you will be able to see what he do, see a lot of his designs, show my boy some love, get them flyers popping. You feel me? Now, that's it for the businesses for today. Now I want to talk about the news stories, right? So I got a couple news stories here that interest me. And again, the news stories are things that are going on in the melanated community. I pick the news stories based on what I want to talk about. You know what I mean? Because I'm not just going to be up here just shooting the shit, talking about anything. It, it's important that we have um, intricate dialogue about things that matter, right? So I like to create or talk about stories that um, need to be spoken about, that need more dialogue. You feel me? That we need to think deeper about. You know what I mean? So check it out. Now. There has been 
a leaked Homeland Security docs that basically shows, which if you pay attention to the news and what happens to black folks, you should know this already. But the leaked docs show that white supremacist groups are the most lethal. White supremacist groups are the most lethal threat of domestic terrorism in America. Like, wow, right? Of course, we knew that already. But here's the thing, and this is what I need all my black folks to, 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 to understand. So they're saying, and this is from the news article, in new draft documents, the Department of Homeland Security calls white supremacists the most lethal threat of domestic terrorism in America and predicts that the threat will remain elevated at least until next year. Meanwhile, a new whistleblower complaint unveiled by the House Intelligence Committee on Wednesday, September 9th, alleges that senior Department of Homeland Security officials exerted pressure on subordinates to downplay the threat posed by far-right and white supremacist groups and lean more towards Russia as being a bigger threat, right? So here's what I gotta say about that. Excuse me. So of course, if you've been watching like the protest Excuse me. And a lot of the things that have been going on in the country, you will see white militias have shown up at these events. Right. And we need to make sure we're clear on who the enemy is, family. That's why I'm bringing this story up, because you'll see they'll call themselves Proud Boys or it's been three or four other names. They call themselves instead of just saying some KKK shit. They, they introduce all these new names. Same shit, family. KKK organizations, right? So yes, I'm happy the Department of Homeland Security is saying that these white folks is a big threat to us, knowing but when you talk to a Republican or when you talk to somebody that's damn near racist, they gonna tell you that we the biggest threat. They gonna tell you that black on black crime is the shit that's causing our communities to, no, family. As a country, we need to realize that there's a whole bunch of white people who are waiting for the moment that they can shoot it out with us. They waiting for the moment that some shit pop off so they can get to killing us. You know what I mean? While we in the hood dancing and twerking and having hella fun and smoking and drinking and shit. Not to say there's anything completely wrong with that, but we need to get on a different page. You feel me? Like, I'm here in Sacramento, California. Uh, every other week we got young brothers that are in these gangs killing each other. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, this is the shit we need to be worried about, family. Like, we, we got bigger problems than black on black violence, than gang shit. Like, we need to get to a point, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, we need to get to a point where our shit is about love. You see what I'm saying? If you love somebody, you're going to be less likely to put your hands on them, less likely to harm them. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm sick of seeing my young brothers who are misguided. Some of them didn't have, didn't have mothers, didn't have fathers. These are systematic endeavors that have taken place that have taken fathers out of their home right so i'm gonna put the blame where it is but at the end of the day we need to be more accountable for our community we need to be more accountable for what takes place in our community and as we can see some of these white folks is ready for war right now what are we honestly ready for right Again, I'm hella, I'm always optimistic, sometimes a little too optimistic. I'm thinking in my mind, yeah, if they want to pop off a real live race war right now, my people ready, but are we? See, how many of us got legal firearms? How many of us make sure our kids know how to use these legal firearms by taking them to the gun range with them and so forth? You see what I'm saying? How, mu how many of us are, are, are focusing on like, stocks and bonds and home and ownership opposed to Jordans and nigga shit. You know what I mean? So the point of this news story is to let y'all know that these white folks is ready. You see what I'm saying? So of course, if you've been paying attention to the news, if you've been paying attention to what goes on in black society, you know that there are several fractions of different white supremacist groups. You know that the government is a part of the shit, that they don't want to highlight the fact that these white supremacists doing this shit when it's actually different levels of white supremacy. That, that, that's something else I want to mention. Because we, yeah, so we know in, in, in the article they're calling them extremists. So understand the difference, right? So you have your white supremacist who's an extremist. He's yelling nigga from the top of the mountain. He got a gun. He patrolling these white ran areas. That's one form of a white supremacist, right? But what about a Joe Biden? What about a Donald Trump? What about a white teacher? What about a bank, the white man at the bank, who going to disapprove you for the loan because your name is DeAndre? He's seen your application. As soon as he sees your name, he like, throw that shit in the garbage. What about the covert racism that really runs America? 
See, the overt shit, the showing up with your goddamn, showing up with your, uh, with your gun and your bulletproof vest and your, that's an extremist type white supremacist who the elites don't even fuck with. You know what I mean? So let's not be confused about who the real enemy. Yeah, are these white supremacists somebody should we, that we should be looking at and be looking out for? You're damn right. Because they at these rallies, they at these marches, you see what I'm saying? And they ready to pop off, i.e. a uh, 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 Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old the kid who running around with a goddamn 30 cal ready to, you know what I mean? Shoot motherfuckers, right? So that's another thing. That's why my opinion about us marching and protesting that shit got to damn near come to an end, right? If you got a 16, 17-year-old who said they want to go out to the protest that's about to happen, some time ago you would say, okay, sh sure. You want to be involved with the movement? Go out there and protest with the black folks. Go out there and protest and show people your support for not wanting to continue the injustice. Cool. Show everybody that. But not today, family. They out, they out there killing niggas today, right? You got agents out there, you got agent provocateurs out there hired by Republicans or hired by any or hired by some of these white folks to go out there and cause problems. You got white folks out there who just want to get Trump out of office so they're going to go out there and march and do what they got to do. You do have liberal rights out. You do have liberal white people out there who are genuine and want to see change happen. But in my opinion, the whole atmosphere of the protest today is way too convoluted. It's way too much shit going on. It's way too much shit going on out there. You know what I mean? To allow your kid to go out there. Even me, man, look. As pro-black as I am, as much as I love my people, uh, going to a march to seek change, I'm not sure if that's the right direction we need to be going in in 2020, right? To me, a protest is about t bringing awareness to something people aren't aware of. Bringing awareness to an injustice or discrimination, something that's taken place that maybe society hasn't been focusing on. So we're gonna march, get the news out here to bring attention to whatever this may be, right? Family, who the fuck don't know we getting killed by cops? Who the fuck don't know white supremacy exists? Who don't know that racism exists on several different levels? Who don't know that? So what the fuck are we marching for? Because marching, on some real shit too. It's asking. You're asking. Hey, please stop hurting me. Hey, please stop. Hey, can you help me? Can you get these cops off my family? We need to realize, and this is how I feel about it, this country don't really give a fuck about us like that. So we're going to have to do it ourselves. We're going to have to figure out a way to police our own neighborhoods because obviously cops getting defunded, cops going to jail. I'm not hopeful of that actually taking place. As many cops have gotten off for harming us, really haven't seen one get a whole lot of jail time yet so we can't depend on this system to help us out family we all we got is 40 million of us we should be able to put our head together and come up with uh with uh with something you see what i'm saying so yeah there is militarized white supremacy groups that we need to be aware of we need to begin militarizing ourselves. like i said gun ownership should be extremely in legal gun ownership because all of us if you grew up in the hood if you grew up in certain areas you can get a gun in 15 minutes Motherfucker ain't gonna be legit though. You see what I'm saying? And that's gonna bring you more problems ultimately. So we need to get legal firearms. We need to be aware of who our enemy is. Me and you, you look like me. You're not my enemy, family. You're not my enemy, family. You see what I'm saying? So we need to be fully aware of who the enemy is at all time. And yeah, we have coons in our community. We have black men and women who don't mean us any uh, don't mean us any good. Who knowingly side with Republicans are knowingly side with people who were racist to further their political agenda or further their stance in whatever profession they're in, whether it be fucking entertainment, whether it be sports. We got black people who knowingly or unknowingly speak down on us when it comes to our history, when it comes to what's actually going on today. That is a thing that does happen. We need to be aware of them. But at the end of the day, it's up to us to change all this shit, family. So yeah, there's extreme white supremacists, but be aware of the covert white supremacists. Be aware of the teacher who's sending your kids home. Be aware of the, the teacher who's sending your kid home because of how you look. Not, not giving your child the same leeway that they give white kids. You see what I'm saying? Be aware of the bank, motherfucker at the bank, who looking at you all funny because you come in there with dreadlocks. You could, you could be worth $100,000, but you got dreadlocks, you look a little intimidating, okay? Uh, let me think of a reason to deny that goddamn loan. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's extremely 
This racism and the white supremacy that we face in this country, family, it's an extremely convoluted conversation, but you gotta start knowing this shit. You gotta start educating yourself on, okay, who really for me and who isn't? Because if you listen to the news, it'll confuse the shit out you. You see what I'm saying? They got their agendas too. They don't like Donald Trump, Fox, CNN, they don't like Donald Trump, so everything they say is gonna be slanted towards the, the Democrats. Other news stations, CNBC, all these places, they don't like the Democrats, so they're gonna slant their argument. You see what I'm saying? So I don't do the Republican or the Democrat game, I do the good person game. <laughs> see? What kind of person are you? Do you mean me well? You want me to vote for you? Cool. Show me your agenda for black people. Show me what you plan on doing for black people. Don't tell me you can't do it because they did shit for gays. They do shit for Mexicans. They do shit for immigrants. They do shit for specific groups of people. So don't give me this shit. You can't do nothing for me specifically. So if you're Biden or Trump and you don't have my best interest at heart and you're not promising me anything, you're not guaranteeing me anything, then fuck you. I won't vote. I'll go to the goddamn ballot, put independent, and I'll vote for goddamn <laughs> shit. I'll vote, I'll vote for Dr. Boyce Watkins or goddamn Tariq Nasheed or Young Farrell. You feel me? I'll vote for a, 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 a unapologetically black man that I know got my best interest at heart at least. You see what I'm saying? So fuck all these white supremacist groups, man. But what we gonna do? See? We need to get our guns up. Now, I know there's some brothers out there, the NFC, the Not Fucking Around crew or something like that. I'm not too familiar with these brothers, but they stand in their ground um, when it comes to standing up to some of these racist factions. Now, some people question the brother Grandmaster Jay, I think his name is. Some people are questioning his authenticity. I don't know the brother. I, don't, I haven't seen enough evidence to know that he's an agent or something actually that he's not for us. You see what I'm saying? He looks like a good brother attempting to do the work of the people. If he ain't for us, if he is an agent or whatever, time will tell. You see what I'm saying? So it's important that I bring you new stories like this, family, not to scare anybody, just so you can be aware, just so you can be of the understanding of how important unity is, how important of us sticking together, how important that all the infighting needs to stop. You know what I mean? So let's go. Next news story. And actually, speaking of infighting, I was going to talk about something else, but let me talk about this real quick. I just seen this story, and I ain't going to lie. It kind of pissed me off a little bit. I'm getting sick of this shit. So, Stephon Marbury, ex-NFL player, he, he uh, continued his professional basketball career in China. To my understanding, he was pretty successful over there, too. So, he was getting interviewed by this dude. And, and this is nothing I don't like. So, if you got a show, if you have a platform where you're interviewing people, quit with all the messy shit. Quit with all the getting niggas to talk about other niggas so we can be infighting, so we can be at each other's throat. Like, if you need views that bad, you ain't no good for us either. Get the views naturally. What about fucking integrity? You know what I mean? So he was on this brother's show. I can't forget the brother's name, but he's on this brother's show. And Stephon Barbary made some claims that he doesn't feel Jay-Z should be speaking up for black folks in terms of his... Um, uh, how conscious Jay-Z has been lately, how much he's been putting his money towards black causes, right? So Stephon Marbury is seeing this, and he's basically saying that Jay-Z shouldn't be the person to do that. He's saying that Jay-Z lying to us. He's saying that how can you be, and this is what he said, I'll quote, um, I'll quote him loosely, how can you be a man that sold drugs to our kids, sold, sold drugs to our babies, created crack babies, and now you're coming out saying you're for the people? Like, that don't make sense to me. How was you once a crack dealer? Now you all conscious. Keep it in mind. This is some shit, some, some shit niggas do, too. Keep it in mind that he doesn't like Jay-Z because years back, it was an incident at a club where Stephon Marbury got robbed for $150,000 worth of jewelry. And he was there with a girl that Jay-Z liked or a girl that some shit about a woman. But ultimately, Jay-Z, next album, he, he made a verse about Stephon Marbury about him getting robbed and you know what i mean D did some nice wordplay about the shit so he's a little butthurt because the nigga talked about him a long time ago you know what i mean so now he's using this other because it's another black man show he's on now he's using this other black man platform to come down on jay-z and my question for stefan marbury this is my question hear me good family because we do this cancel culture we do this call a nigga out culture stop all that shit here's my thing if you feel there is a black man in society today that has a conscious movement or he has a movement to help black people in any way, 
right? In any way, if you don't think he's doing a good job, do better. If you don't think he's doing a good job, start your own organization. You start getting niggas out of prison. You start a music company where you can hire black people and have them getting the money they deserve. You see what I'm saying? You put your money where your mouth is if Jay-Z not doing it the right way. You see what I'm saying? And to, so to me, that's some hater shit he did. That's all it is. That's hater shit. Because if you think he not doing it the right way, tell us about the organizations you started. Tell us about what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? Because this is America, baby. Well, you can pick a prominent white family from the Clintons to the Bushes. They hands is dirty, too. They didn't start off being philanthropists and, po and, 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 and politicians. You feel me? Sometimes they had to get dirty money over years, over time. And then they eventually flipped that shit into something positive. Flipped that shit into something that can be more beneficial to their lineage and the generations of people that look like them that's going to come after them. You see what I'm saying? So I don't do that shit, family. You know how many brothers I know in society today that don't give a fuck about black people? Don't think about nothing conscious. Don't go to events. Don't dig deep into our history. Don't care about us at all. That's a lot of us that, that, that think that way, family. So when I see a black man who's putting his best foot forward, when I see a black man who's doing the right thing, when I see a black man who say, you know what? I'm going to do what I can to bring attention to the Breonna Taylor shit. I'm going to do what I can to put money towards people who get arrested and get them out. These are all things that Jay-Z has done. You see what I'm saying? So I salute the brother. It, uh, unless you a black man in society who I see you are overly cooning. Like you make it a point to go against us. You make it a point to side with racist white people. You make it a point to out different black people whenever you can. And it's obvious when you do this that you got a job to protect or you got a company you're working for that you want to look good in front of. You know what I mean? So if some of us who are in entertainment, some brothers who are in entertainment who just throw us under the bus at every turn, i.e. Charles Barkley, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I'm mentioning him, but it's a lot of brothers like that who, in my opinion, really don't care about the advancement of black people per se. It's more about a personal thing with them. It's more about what they can get out of society, what they can get out of the company that they with. You know what I mean? So this is some hater shit to me. And Stephon Marbury should be ashamed of himself. Nigga, keep other niggas' name out of your mouth. That should be a rule, too, that we should... That we should create here in 2020 for all black men if you on a platform getting interviewed about you like the interviews about you and the shit you doing nigga don't talk about no other man keep other man's name out of your mouth that's some feminist shit to me you see what i'm saying i'm gonna come here and i'm gonna talk about news stories to give a constructive breakdown on some of the shit i see but you would never see me coming on here just shitting on a black man for no reason you see what i'm saying this there there's no time there's no place for that like we are behind the eight ball at this point, family. We got way too much shit to worry about. So Stefan Marbury, you my brother, family, but you can't do that. You can't do that. You got a problem with Jay-Z about some pussy from years ago? Call him. If it's that big of a problem, call him. Call him. Y'all probably not on the lane, the, the same level, but I'm sure you can get in touch with him. I'm sure you know somebody who know him if it's that big of a deal. But to come out and say the brother can't be conscious, the brother can't help black society, because he used to sell drugs is some bullshit and it sound like you being a little hater a little bit family you know what i mean so we got to get that hate out of our heart man fuck all that and it's and you basing this on a incident with a woman the woman's telling you hey i was with him and he was upset that we was dancing how you know she wasn't lying you know what i mean excuse me so i salute the brother jay-z and everything he's attempting to do for our community because we got a lot of niggas who don't give a shit and that's the bottom line. Now, when you look at the degrees of what certain people do, excuse me, can you look at him and say, well, he should be doing more, that person could be, I don't know anybody's pocket like that. I don't do that to people. I don't know what you can or cannot do. If I see you doing anything, I'm going to salute you until you begin to do shit that make me suspicious. You see? Him doing the deal with, 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 with the NFL and him saying no more kneeling, like every... We live in a culture now that's full of sound bites, family. People take a two-minute clip of something you say and expand that to a whole bigger conversation. You see what I'm saying? Now, Marbury, I listened to the interview, and he was clear. Like, if you listen to the interview, like the 30-minute mark of the interview, he was clear that he wants to talk about Jay-Z, and he didn't understand how you could be an activist. That's some bullshit to me. That's some hater shit. We all, as black men, need to come out of that.
if you because we that happens a lot even in this quote unquote conscious community where you have brothers who teaching good shit and then somebody will bring out something about them. Oh, you a scammer because you did this. Or you a scammer because you did that. We need to look into all of these instances with clarity, right? Because I will say, if you're a black man who preach positivity and you scamming our people, i.e. selling them things, i.e. selling them things uh, 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 and not giving them the product or selling them things and not following through and you create a consistent behavior of doing this, then maybe we need to get rid of you too, right? But if you a brother with a business and you had a misunderstanding with somebody or you uh, uh, thought you were supposed to give somebody something and it kind of happened the wrong, whatever the case may be, sometimes people make honest mistakes in business and how I am, if I see a track record of you doing a whole bunch of good shit for black people, as far as it can be your information that you're presenting, right? It, 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 it could be you... If you go on YouTube and you teaching or you selling books or whatever your thing may be, if I see a whole bunch of positive shit from somebody, then all of a sudden they do one thing that somebody don't like. I'm not going to throw you away just because of that one incident. I don't know the details about that. See, I would have to personally get involved with the details. Then that may make a difference. But all too often, it's almost like we waiting to throw people away. It's, it's already a small amount of us who has decided to kind of fight for black people's liberation to a degree. I'm not going to cut a brother down because he made a couple of mistakes that I don't agree with. That's just me. You feel me? So, next news story. Family, let's go. I'm on a roll. God damn it. Let's get this thing popping. You know what I mean? Good, good Saturday evening. Let me see here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last news story. This is kind of funny. It's just fucked up, but it's kind of funny, right? So, in Corpus Christi, Corpus Christi, Texas, today in 2020, there was a high school team, a, a, a reporter, made a tweet that went viral. He wasn't trying to be facetious. He was just talking about what he saw. The reporter basically said, you know, this is because it's right before a high school uh, football game. He said they were about to enter the field. Now, the name of the team, the reason why the tweet became so controversial, because the name of the team, and I'm not, this is, this is real shit. Uh, you can look it up. The name of the team is the Robstown Cotton Pickers. You heard me. The Robstown Cotton Pickers. This is a high school in Corpus Christi, Texas. The Robstown Cotton Pickers. Now, he tried to clean it up later and say, that they didn't take the name from slavery. The name actually comes from Latinos. Some shit about Latinos picked cotton for several generations, so it's odd to them. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. We all know in America, when we talk about the term cotton picker, picking cotton, all of this is synonymous with black folks. And then the, the, the logo is like cotton, like boiling out of a bowl or some shit. It's just some real disgusting shit, right? So he tried to come out and say, you know, if this is a Latino thing, not a black thing, even though Texas was a slave state before and after the Civil War. You know what I'm saying? So they were definitely a slave state. But here's what I'm going to say about this real, real quickly. Now, of course, we know that's disgusting. Of course, we know that shouldn't happen. But family, if you do the history and you look at where we're at in America, this is how America operates, family. There's a, there's a, uh, racism has been ingrained into our culture. Now today, because of the George Floyd shit and a lot of the recent injustices, we see companies trying to clean that shit up, right? We see companies trying to change the name of the ancient Jemima uh, 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 syrup or change the name of Ben Rice. Now, of, of, of the uh, uh, Ben Rice, right? All of this shit has been here for hundreds of years and it's ingrained into our society. So when I see a high, of course, this is disgusting, but when I see a high school with the, the fucking logo or the, the mantra, it's the cotton pickers, don't really surprise me. You know what I mean? Don't really surprise me. Now, this is what does surprise me. Ain't no fucking way there should be one black player on that team. Actually, there shouldn't be one black person at that school. You see? So I put this on the parents. Look, family, racism is here. It may not be going nowhere. It's alive and well. But the question needs to remain, what the fuck are we going to do about it? 
Are we just going sit, to sit around and complain? Are you going to get into some sort of action? Are you going to do something that can help your people alleviate the stress and the pressure of the white supremacy that we're going to have to deal with? You see what I'm saying? And in this situation, I'm upset at the parents. Now, the white folks, the white parents, of course, the administration at this school voted to change it like three or four years ago. They decided not to. they on some racist shit. Some white folks are just naive to the fact, naive or don't give a fuck. That shit is extremely offensive. You see what I'm saying? So I blame the black parents. Talk about boycott. Talk about marching. This is this is a march-worthy situation. All the black parents in this town should have been marching in front of this school. Saying that we're not going to allow another black kid to attend this school until y'all change that goddamn name. This is the kind of shit you march about. This is the kind of shit you put pressure on the elites a little bit or put pressure on people that are in charge to get shit changed. You see what I'm saying? So I don't, racism is going to happen, especially in the southern states, the, these, well, the south and the north. But some of these states, it's ingrained in the fabric of a lot of these communities. I don't fuck with that, but I understand it. I understand it. This is what they used to. This is how it's been forever. I get it. To them, this is their country. They can do what the fuck they want to do. But the question to my people is always going to be, what the fuck are we going to do about it? You see what I'm saying? So, of course, I laughed when I first <laughs> when I first seen their name. I thought it was a joke like most people may have. They may have thought it was a joke. No goddamn joke. The Robstown, the Robstown Cotton Pickers is the name of the high school family. See? This is America for you. But what are we going to do about it? I was upset when I seen black kids in the jerseys. Then they showed the logo on the wall in the gymnasium. It looks just hella obtuse. It looks hella... I don't see how anybody black can look at that and not just run the fuck out, right? So I'm looking at, at it on the wall in the gym, and there's black kids on the basketball team. They warming up, getting ready for the game. If you don't get your black ass off that court... See? Parents. Black parents. Look. It's up to us to begin changing what we see in this country. It's up to you what you allow, man. Fuck this dumb shit. Have some pride. Have some fucking pride in who you are. You see what I'm saying? There's no way there should be one black kid on that team or on that campus. Simple as that. If you're a black parent and you allow your kid to go to a school called the fucking Robstown Cotton Pickers, you're a part of the problem, family. You're a part of the goddamn problem. We got all this. We got racism, like I was talking about a little earlier. We got racism at every turn that we got to deal with in this country. We don't need black folks on bullshit, too. You see what I'm saying? Black folks want to run the Christianity. Black folks want to run to all these organizations. There's nowhere we can run from racism, family. It's in our face. The question is, what you going to do about it? Tuck your fucking tail and run? Or are you going to stand up for your people and do whatever it takes to get us up out of this shit? You see what I'm saying? So allowing your kid to go to a fucking high school where the, where, uh, where, where the theme is the Robstown Cotton Pickers, y'all should burn that goddamn school down. Are you kidding me? Now, look, we I was just speaking about all the covert racism that we have to deal with in this country. The Joe Bidens of the world. See, Trump, he's an overt racism or he's an overt racist. That's why I hate. I'm not going to say I hate. I dislike him as a person. What he shows me as a person. I dislike him. Don't think he's doing a good job at president. He's inciting a lot of bullshit in this country. He's a part of the reason why white supremacy is on an incline, if you ask me. But at the end of the day, he tell us how he feel about us, right? That's all I can ask from a racist motherfucker. Tell me exactly how you feel when you look at me and I know how to deal with you. Now, when you sit in my face and you do all this covert shit and then you go behind the, then you go behind the goddamn curtain and call me all kind of niggas, I ain't rocking with that. It's too late in the game for that. If you'll be it's 2020, you don't like me, tell me. And then we can handle it however you want to handle it. You know what I mean? So all the parents at this school that are black or Latina or any of that, Need to be ashamed of themselves, family. If we expect to get out of this shit that we in, we can't raise a generation of coons. We can't raise a generation of passive-ass black men and women who don't really give a fuck about our liberation one way or the other. You see what I'm saying? That's what you're doing by allowing your kid to go to a high school where it's the Robstown Cotton Pickers. So all the black parents in that town 
and the circumference of that school, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. If I drove by a school and I look outside of the name of the school <laughs> and I see Rob's Town Cotton Pickers, I'm pulling over, family. I gotta talk to an administrator. I gotta somebody gotta explain this shit to me. That you because this is our babies we talking about. You see, this is our babies we uh, uh we talking about. You got kids looking at this every day. It's bad enough that history books got us picking cotton and being subservient ass motherfuckers, right? So the white kid who reads the history book about me being a slave and me being subservient and me having my goddamn balls ripped off my body, all this kind of shit. How you think he gonna view me? It's bad enough we got to do with the institutionalized racism that hits us at every turn. But this blatant shit, especially coming from a school, fuck that. Fuck that. Have some more pride in yourself. You know what I mean? God damn. All right. <laughs> Time for the topic of the day, right? So, on Facebook about a week ago, and again, if anybody know me, my platform, Melanated Fathers of America, is about empowering black fathers. It's about attempting to teach black men knowledge itself so we can know how to move forward in this society. Some people choose to uplift people in different ways. My way of uplifting my people is about teaching them history, um, making sure they think critically about who they involve themselves with as far as a relationship is concerned, right? So all these things are important to me. So sometimes on Facebook, I use it as a gauge to create new topics, right? Like how involved would people be in a topic like this, like how riled up will people be? How will they respond, right? And I posed a question on Facebook asking how much money should women get for child support for their children, right? And it was extremely interesting, um, varying degrees of the topic. Some people felt you, you should get a whole bunch of money, a thousand dollars a month. Some people felt you should get more than that. Some people felt you shouldn't have to pay child support at all. The man should just be there. Some people didn't like the question at all. You know what I mean? You may know how social media is. Some people said, why are you even asking this question? The question should be, how can we stay together? Right? I mean, you can't control the shit I ask, but I understand people's minds and how you can read something and it can take you anywhere. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, let me have a little more thorough breakdown of my take on this topic and um, how it's affecting our community. Because I'm a black man that has five kids um, by three different women, right? Start having kids at like 18, 17, actually 18. So I'm a I'm extremely aware of what can happen to you if you don't pick the right partner or what can happen to you if you have a child and you're just too immature to handle everything that comes with that the correct way. Like I'm a big proponent of being there for your children, spending as much time as you can with your children financially and all those things are extremely important but being there to me is like the most important thing the most revolutionary thing you can do as a black man to me is to spend time with your goddamn kid and be as productive as possible be a good example for him like don't be out here in the streets doing no fuck shit don't be in the streets or doing nothing where you wouldn't be a good example for your kid moving forward so i'm a big proponent of that right but here's what i think about the whole child support topic right so first off if you're in a situation where you need these white folks to come and govern your relationship with your child, you're already fucked up, right? So us, black men and black women, bring in the child support system into our homes, into our situation is an extremely negative thing you can do to your family. Like we, none of us should even take that route because to me, child support, welfare, all a part of institutionalized racism to me. Like it all comes from the same family tree if you ask me. You see what I'm saying? So these are people who don't really mean us no well and are dictating how much we should pay, what interest is gonna be like on a child. Like this is some bullshit, right? So at the end of the day, we should be in a position where we don't even need the child support system. Now one would say, how do you prevent that, Harrison? What do you do to prevent from being on child support or prevent having this a negative ass relationship with someone you've had a kid with, right? In my opinion, because I've done it right and wrong, in my opinion, it starts with the person you select. Like, the one of the biggest problems we got in our community, y'all, is we just have kids with the wrong people. Let's be honest. Everybody like to focus on the, the, the beauty of a life being created and how delicate a child is and how um, innocent a child is. Yeah. 
That's cool. How much a child is a blessing, right? I agree with that. But in my opinion, let's say God is blessing you with a child. This is my opinion, family. And you didn't pick the right person. You, you and the mom are always at each other's neck. You ain't decided to get a job yet. You still living with your mama, right? This is going to have an extremely negative effect on our community, family. This is going to have an extremely negative effect on our community. So are you ruining your blessing, right? Are you ruining your blessing by not being prepared, by not being in the right mental space to give this kid everything they need to be a successful member of society? You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, a kid can be a blessing, but if you're not on your game, you can fuck this blessing up. If you're not being responsible, you're making it harder. You see what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, we don't need this system at all to help us out. Now, again, now granted, some people, I will say, you could be in a situation where you picked the right person uh, uh, seemingly. Meaning y'all been in a relationship, y'all was in a relationship three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, and the shit don't work out. Now it's getting messy. You may have to turn to that system. Fine. Like that... In society, relationships don't work sometimes. But I'm talking to my people specifically. Look, we are all too often in situations where we didn't know who we were when we decided to have a baby with this person. Now, as the kids get older, we're trying to figure out what kind of person we're going to be. We're trying to figure out what kind of parent we're going to be after the fact. Opposed to taking the time, getting to know yourself. Taking the, taking the time, making sure you're with the right partner. Travel the world. Date people. Like, get an understanding of what you like in a partner, what you don't like in a partner. We rush to having these goddamn kids. Now, all of a sudden, the system got to step in because the woman sometimes don't got her shit together. So she needs welfare, right? She needs, uh, she needs welfare. So she goes to the welfare system. If you go to the welfare system, they instantly going to turn you to the child support system so you can chase that nigga for the money. You see what I'm saying? So... All too often, we're relying on this system to help us out when we should be governing ourselves, family. You see what I'm saying? Now, granted, there are some people who abuse uh, others and abuse this system to a degree, right? First, for my dudes, if you a dude who decided to have a baby, you see what I'm saying? You decided to have sex with a woman unprotected so anytime you have sex with a woman unprotected there's a possibility of a child that's gonna be born right so we got dudes who have kids and the mom can't find you you ain't never spending no time with your child you ain't created a stable environment to bring your child in you're not trying to find no job simply to avoid paying child support you ain't a working type dude so you don't even see the benefit in having a stable income right and I've seen this, I've seen men who fit this build. If you a man who fit this build, you deserve everything you get, family. If she come at you and they, and they take your whole goddamn paycheck once you get a job, they take your taxes. Some states you're asking if you go to jail. Not here in California, but in some states you're asking if you go to jail. If that's how you giving it up, if that's how you conducting yourself as a man, you deserve all that shit. You deserve all that shit. Because we got to be honest. Sometimes you need somebody to step in to facilitate a situation. You see what I'm saying? What is a woman to do? Because I, I, I know a lot of women who are commendable, meaning they can't find the dude. He's nowhere to be found. He ain't really gave shit to the child, and they don't do nothing. They don't look for child support. They don't do any of that shit. They just set it upon themselves to be as productive as possible and give the kids the best life as possible. Now, I respect that because, like I was saying, we don't need this system in our business. The, the, the systematic racism that we deal with is big enough or thorough enough. We don't need to bring this system into our situations willingly. You know what I mean? So any woman who know her baby daddy ain't shit, who know he has never attempted to be the father that he can be, that he potentially can be, and you decide that you're not going to bring him to child support, you decide you're not going to do any of that, man, I salute you. But at the end of the day, for my brothers, if you're not doing shit for your child and you out here walking around in this world, how dare you? If you're not trying to communicate, because I'm not talking about money, see? Let's say you don't got bread. You can go get your kids. Let's say you don't got bread. You can bring your son to a park. You can bring your son to, to get some McDonald's. Four, five, six dollars. Get him some McDonald's. Like kids cherish all this type of shit. You see what I'm saying? So if you're making no effort to be in your kid's life, 
I don't got no respect for you because you're causing the destruction of our family. You know what I'm saying? You're causing the destruction of the black family. It's bad enough. We've had to deal with the welfare system being instituted. We had to deal with the, the institutionalized racism in the prison industrial complex that sees to arrest us at four, five, six, seven, eight more times quicker than they would somebody white. Like we already have these enemies that are built into this country, family. We can't allow this system to play us against each other. You know what I mean? But with all that being said, if you're a brother who not taking care of your shit, something got to happen. Because I don't, when I look at men who don't got to pay nothing, who don't got to spend time, I get a little upset because I'm like, damn, I never had it like that. Like, I had to pay every dollar that I had, every, all my time, every time that I could. I made sure to get my kids. I made sure to establish a routine so they don't got to know when I'm coming or when I'm not coming. I'm going to establish a routine that come get you so you can see me and it can be consistent enough to still help build up your personality so you ain't got all these goddamn daddy issues. You see what I'm saying? And I tried my hardest, and I still have certain problems that I have to deal with that have been fostered by me being a young parent. That shit gonna happen anyway. Don't, don't make it worse by just saying, fuck it. You see what I'm saying? Especially if you like me, who a brother who didn't have a father in his house or a father around. My dad died when I was eight, so I'm growing up not being... Not sure how manhood is supposed to work. Not sure, not, not sure how fatherhood is supposed to work. And one thing I knew for sure is I'm not going to be a deadbeat. I'm not going to be somebody who just don't participate in their child's life or their child's development. You see what I'm saying? So if that's you as a dude, you got to check yourself, family. You fucking up our community. That's real shit. You fucking up our community. When I look at these young dudes out here killing each other, these young dudes out here participating in all these different levels of street shit, I'm thinking, okay, first thing I think. Okay, what was the relationship with the father? The father lived there? Did he, did he didn't live there? Did he see him often? Like, what's the, what's the ratio of young men who had fathers who were heavily involved in their upbringing who still choose to do negative shit? Now, granted, even if you are a father that's involved, you got to be aware of the environment. Like the environmental hazards of our community is a real thing. If you're a father that's involved, but your kid lives in a community where there's a lot of drug selling going on, there's pimping going on, there's all type of uh, street-based activities that come with time in jail. You see what I'm saying? You could be fighting again. You could be fighting a, a, a losing battle almost. Because once your kid goes outside, they got to be susceptible to all these different um all these different energies that's outside of your, uh, your door. And they can get caught up in that shit, right? That's why it's important, even if you're living in the hood, because I want to do another, see, I would want to do another study of parents that are together. So let's say you got to live in the hood, but mom and dad is together and the household is solid. I think those kids are even less likely to be involved in the street, right? But if you got a kid coming from a, a, a negative neighborhood or an environment a low income environment that has a lot of drugs and a lot of shit going on because people need money. And if it's just the mom raising them primarily, you're opening yourself up for whatever is going on outside. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, men, we can stop that. How can you stop that? Don't just have a baby with anybody. Like take the time to get to know the woman that you're interested in being in a relationship with. Take the time to get to know her, live with her first. Like, some people don't agree with that. Some people think you shouldn't live with nobody before you marry her. Fuck all that shit, man. It's 2020. You better live with their ass so you can see who they really are. You see what I'm saying? You better live with their ass so you can see how they live. You can see how they, how they handle problems, how they handle cleaning up. Like, all these shit that seems small to you until you have a baby with the motherfucker. You know what I mean? So, if you're a dude out there literally trying not to be involved, trying to dodge child support, trying to dodge being a... Shame on you, family, and you fucking our communities up. You know what I mean? Now, if you're a woman who has figured out a way to use this system against a man, right, i.e. getting on welfare, saying you don't need a man, i.e. threatening a man with child support, right, I've been in that situation where you're not doing what she think you should be doing. So now, all of a sudden, she hanging this white man over your head. Do X, Y, or Z, or I'm going to go file. Do X, Y, or Z, or I'm going to go down there and put you on this paperwork. You see what I'm saying? This is uh, uh, this is creating leverage out of this sick-ass society. So if a woman is doing that, that's not cool either. Some women, 
Like, because the whole child support system, in my opinion, family needs to be eradicated. Like, how we give these people money, how my child is here, but I got to use an intercessor to get money to my child. So I got to send it through these other people who take they cut out. Then they actually send it to the mama. This is all bullshit. And then the woman, not all, but some, then the woman gets the money and she can literally do whatever the fuck she want to do with the money. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? She could take this money and go buy her hair. She could take this money and go spend it on the next nigga. She could take this money and go buy her some clothes, whatever she feels she may need. So there's no way to even regulate a lot of these. It's, uh, there's no way to even regulate a lot of these situations, family. That's why as a 40-year-old as a man, I'm thinking to myself, damn, we can find our way out of this shit by just relating to the right person. We can find our way out of this shit by taking our time in relationships family not rushing into nothing if i'm not the big biggest proponent of abortions meaning i don't think abortions should be used as a form of as a form of birth control i don't right but at the end of the day if you don't got a place to live if you're living with somebody and you don't got a job you're doing yourself and this society a disservice by having a baby real shit real shit Real shit. You a young person. You ain't even figured out who you want to be yet. But you but you got pregnant. And now you want to have a baby. Now you want because see, we need to realize young people be having kids for all different kind of reasons. Right. Sometimes you have a little girl who didn't get the love she thought she, she needed in her life from her mom or her dad. So she wants to have a baby to have something to love them, something, something to love her. You see what I'm saying? This kind of shit happens in our community family. And at the end of the day, the only people that suffer are our kids those are the only people who suffer when we bicker back and forth those are the only people who suffer when we talk shit about each other in front of the kids when we create this unrealistic acts expectations that women do sometimes so you want eight hundred dollars a month from the dude but you've been knowing him for four or five years and he ain't never made that much money a month he ain't never had a good career he ain't never had a stable financial input to y'all situation so now that you have a baby you want to be vindictive and ask for hella money you should have you should have got pregnant by a lawyer you should have got pregnant by somebody that was more established then you wouldn't be going through this shit you see what i'm saying you see so should a man have to pay child support if he's not involved if he's just decided that he's going to avoid being responsible at every turn should he have to pay some money you're goddamn right but at the end of the day all of us should be trying to avoid that system that system does not do anything positive for our family. And if you look at the statistics in America right now, they need to reassess how they do this program. Because right now, I think it's like $113 billion of child support that hasn't been paid. Now, 70% of that $113 billion is men that make $10,000 more or less per year, right? So these are men that's impoverished that's dealing with this system. These are men who don't got no money, who got all this money in arrears that they can't pay. So the, 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 the point that I'm seeing is, if you a brother that hasn't made $10,000 in a year, why the fuck are you getting somebody pregnant? Why do you got a baby on the way? Why do you got a baby on the way if you can't even take care of yourself? You see what I'm saying? I'm sick of seeing these people who literally can't take care of themselves. now a new person is here, and all of a sudden, you're supposed to take care of this new person? Poor fucking baby. Poor fucking baby. And then we have parents who will struggle with their kids their whole life. Because you aren't with the father or because you aren't with the mother, because you've had to move here, because you've had to move there, because of all this strife you've had to create, once they become an adult and they want to bring the shit to your attention or the shit come up, you want to act like nothing happened. No, 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 no. Just because your kid is alive don't mean you did a good job. I'll say that again. Just because you have an 18 or 19 year old who's fucking breathing doesn't mean you did a good job as a parent. All of us need to be evaluating how we've done as parents. Evaluating, okay, was there a period of time where I was on some bullshit? Was there a period of time where I didn't have money? Was there a period of time where I didn't talk to my kids correctly? Was there a period of time where I spoke negatively about the other parent? Fuck why I did it. Was there a period of time that this, that, that this actually happened? If so, you got to apologize to your child. You got to be mindful of this. So if it comes up later, you can't take this high road like, no, I did my best. I did my best. What if your best wasn't good enough? All of us got to understand that. What if 
the heart, you tried your hardest, but you made mistakes along the way. There's nothing wrong with that, but we need to be honest about that. So we can talk to our kids about it, right? So when they have kids or when they get close to having kids, we can be as transparent as possible so they don't end up making the same mistakes we made. Like this is all about thinking about generations way down the line and how you can be beneficial to that generation even today, right? So again, racism is real, white supremacy is real, institutionalized endeavors that do their best to knock us off our to knock us off our job do their best to put us in um disadvantaged situations where we don't have a shot at being who we need to be in society that's america family that's america for somebody who look like you and me right but again i always go back to what are you gonna do about that we can circumvent some of this bullshit just by doing things the right way and having a baby with somebody you don't know that well having a baby when you're fucking 18 and you don't even know who you are, you still living with your mama, you gotta get on welfare, all this shit is horrible, family. We need to stop that shit, right? If we don't like racism, if we don't like what we see in this country, there are different ways you can make a difference. There are different ways you can do things to make sure you're not a part of the problem, but a part of the solution. Me, myself, I have been part of the problem before. Now, I'm trying to be a part of the solution. You feel me? And that should be all of us, family. I love y'all, man. And, and, and we need to continue to have constructive dialogue. We need to continue to be honest with each other. We need to be, uh, uh, we need to continue to hold each other accountable in the face of anything, but be respectful about it. We're not going to be on some Stefan Marbury shit where we go on somebody's show talking all this shit about Jay-Z that's not even substantial. You know what I mean? Call the brother if you got that kind of problem with him. Be a man. A nigga did some shit to you that you just can't get over? Ask for a fair one. Get it out the system. But to go talking about him and saying what he, nah, 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 that's bullshit. Especially when it's a black man who is attempting to do good things for our community. You feel me? So look, man, this has been another episode of the Melanated Convo Podcast. I want to thank everybody who has continued to watch the show, who has sent me messages, who share what I do on Facebook, share what I do on other platforms. I really, really do appreciate it. This show is every Saturday at 6 p.m. Sometimes I film it a little earlier, but it'll be released at 6 p.m. on Saturdays. Melanated, uh, Melanated Fathers TV on YouTube, or you can go to the website, melanatedfathers.com, and see the show there as well. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show, family. I love y'all.